Welcome to the BYOK Live, where we discuss the trending stories, strangest dilemmas, and real life topics. Okay now, lovelies, let's get into some things. Hello, everyone. Hello, hello, and welcome to BYOK Live. It is September 15th on a Wednesday. Yes, I'm so happy to be back. Last week, I was on a little vacation to go see my sister, so I'm well, I'm well rested, re-energized, so um, I'm ready to get into this show, like, um, I went on a couple of people, but I'll start on um, the Instagram inspiration, like, I really loved what it said, but before I get into that, I just want to just reflect on how this, the new season of, of spring and the upcoming of fall is just I don't know, it just brings a peace over me. I don't know if it's just the the beauty of nature during autumn, but I love the fall. It's like a kind wrap-up of, of like a, a slight wrap-up or what am I trying to say? It's just a beautiful wrap-up of the year because once fall comes, then we have winter and Christmas and it's just so, so, so uh, like, you're just celebrating, celebratory. Why can't I get it out? I'm so tongue-tied today. But anyway, I'm happy that fall is approaching and I'm even more happy when daylight savings time happens and I can get that extra hour. I'm looking forward to that. A lot of people say that it doesn't make a difference. It makes a ton of difference to me. I love that hour. But anyway, <laughs> let's get let's start the show. All right, so I always want to start with something kind of quirky. And so I saw this, this quote. So I thought I wait a minute. So I thought I'd share it. So it says, when they say it's impossible, they meant for them not you carry on today's motivation you are unique you are creative you are resourceful they can't do what you do because they're not you not carry on and you know how i love that because the name of the platform is be your own kind so you know um i know people that are like well why should i start you know a makeup company or any kind of company because there's so many companies out there you know where people are um doing this but the difference between you and someone else's business is you it's just simply you so carry on and create your lane and stay in your lane so um i thought that would be very encouraging for the start of the show <laughs> so before we get um totally into the show i just want to play a quick commercial for you Okay, that is from Lavish Looks by Miss Michi. Um, if you want to check her out, her IG is, uh, oops, this is the wrong one. You need to go to MissMichi.com slash shop. The code is BYOK. If you use the code BYOK, you will receive 15% off. So make sure that you go and shop. And I know you're like, why would I buy shades? And it's like September because the sun is still out. It's still blazing. And sometimes the sun is shining when it's when like everything is covered in snow. So it's the sun is every, you're always going to need some shade. So, and then when you go on vacation. 
sunglasses season is every season. So um, make sure you get into that. Okay, so let's start with what's the 411? So we know this last weekend we had the Met Gala. It was so many looks for the Met Gala. And yes, I want to get into all of them. Even the people that I didn't know, because it was one person I didn't know that was actually my favorite. So I figure I'll just take a little bit of time and just go through some of the looks. It's a lot of them, but it's not like I'm gonna stay on them too long. But you can't have you can't have a Met Gala and not look at all the beautiful designs. Like I forget what the theme was. Oh, uh, let me look it up right quick. I read it and then I forgot. <laughs> but I think it was like iconic something. It was um, uh, the Metropolitan Museum of Art in New York. I don't know. But anyway, let's get into the looks. That's what I want to talk about. Hey, mom, how are you doing? <laughs> Welcome to the live. How's your week been so far? So we're just talking about the Met Gala. I honestly don't know exactly what the Met Gala is. I just know that a lot of people get invited and they get to dress up. So to me, I just think it's like some fancy prom or whatnot. So anyway, these were like the top people according to Vogue or whatever. Um, I did like Iman. I feel like she killed it. But I also liked someone better than her that I didn't even know who they were. So I just wanted to quickly go into some of, some of the looks. So... <laughs> Everybody like this, but this is like, I don't know. It just, it feels like a quilt, a comforter and a quilt. So I wonder if they were just going with the whole, you know, linen type of thing, but whatever. It's been different. Yeah, I do feel like that. I feel like this week has been slow, but fast. I can't explain. It. It's really different. So I don't know who this is, but I really like this right here. And we're just going to go through these right quick. We see Whoopi Goldberg. There goes, um, Normani. And this guy, his name is Laquan. And then we got Emily. Let's get to some of my favorites. See, I like that one. This was probably one of my top ones. I thought this was just like super dope. Like super, super dope. Um, then we have Pharrell. Where is my, okay. I didn't really like that one. Nor This is actually Vera Wang. I don't think I've ever actually paid attention to what Vera Wang actually looks like. Um, then we have, what is the, I think that was my favorite one. And I think there was another one. Cause like I said, I didn't know half of these people. So these are just some of the costumes or outfits. I don't know what you want. Now that's cute. I like visit like wearability. Like you can wear that. You can dress this. I don't know if you can dress that down, but I like dresses with a pocket. Like I'm always for, this is it. This was so dope to me. This was my favorite look. Who the heck is this? This is Haley Stainfield. I have no idea who she is, but she rocked it. And she was my favorite look of the Met Gala. Yeah, the red one was super cute. Um, Then there was, I think that was, yeah, I don't know, Kid Cudi. I don't know what that was. Regina uh, George, not Regina George. <laughs> Regina King was wearing Michael Kors, and that was Michael Kors. So it was so many looks like the media only show you what, you know, I guess the the most popular people. I love her. She is she is she is my jam. So these are some. I mean, OK, uh, I think a lot of people were talking about Tiana Taylor's because it wasn't really an outfit at all. I mean, it was OK. Uh, I think we'll get to her later. This was really nice. I really like this sheer look. I mean, it's not 
It's not different, but it's nice. I just like this model. Okay, yeah. And this is Kim Kardashian. I don't even know how she could see. I asked Derek, how could she see? But he was like, maybe it's see-through. I don't know. I wouldn't feel comfortable. Then, then Erica Badu covered her face, too. Yeah, so as you can see, it's so many looks. Where am I at? We probably won't get through all of it. It's more looks than I thought it was. She looked like Alicia. Yeah, this is Tiana Taylor's right here. So, yeah, she's pretty naked, but I like the train. I'm always a sucker for a long train. And then that's uh, Jennifer Lopez, who eats everything. And somebody else. Oh, I love Lapita. Like, Lapita's look really nice. Like, it's a good take on, like, a denim. Um, I like her, too. I like Rita Ora. I wonder why Beyonce never comes to this. I feel like she would rock it. Yes, Gabrielle Union was one of my favorites, too. She had, like, this little Ursula feel to her. Um, I feel like she should have just sung Unfortunate Souls for me right quick. And I love her. I'm not particularly, I don't know how I feel about the dress, but I love Mindy Colleen. Uh, Jeez. It's one more person. I don't know about that one either. Like, everybody was really creative, though. Then we have Sierra with the football gown, Megan Fox. Oh, Chloe and Holly. I love them so much. They are just so darling to me. But um, Haley was just giving, I don't know, she was giving everything in that pink. I'm trying to find the other person here. Bear with me. And that's Versace, huh? I hear these names, but I don't know what they look like. We know that's the Jenner girl. Mary J. Blige is also always stunning. Like, how old is she? She's just, she just never aged. Um... It's one that I wanted to like. I was like, huh? That's kind of cute. Yeah, I like that one too. I just like red. Ah, uh, Tracy Ellis Ross. I don't really know what she was going for, but she still looks stunning to me. It doesn't matter what she wear. I always feel like she's stunning. Okay, I like them. They look classic. I like the flowers. I love the flower look. But where is the person I'm looking for? It's somebody that reminded me of Blue's Clues, like their outfit. And I laughed when I, uh, it's a horse. Interesting. Oh, I love her. I love her. If you guys watch Pose, you know why. I love her. She's amazing. Uh, then we have Miss Megan here looking like a, I don't, you know, she has like a, a black, like, um, Marilyn Monroe look to me. Like, I feel like she has like that, that aura, you know, that class. I don't know. She was getting it. Yeah, very creative. Yes, Iman killed it. Like, she was my second favorite to that other person that I don't know. Uh, I love a train. Ooh, I'm, I'm kind of shocked Billy Porter wasn't at this because he that's, that's Jennifer, okay. And then we got Serena. Oh, my God, I would love to be the photographer at this one. Uh, then we have Little Nas X like three times. Then he was not the Tin Man, I guess the Gold Man. And then I actually like this. It's royalty to me. A black man in a, a full, yeah, love it. I love it. Oh my God. I like her too, but it's taking forever to get to the point. I don't think I'm ever going to get to the one I'm looking for. Yes, Billie Eilish killed it. 
that sweetie that is sweetie she's looking good okay i don't think i'm gonna find it you guys it's too many pictures we're close to the end though so as you can see it's just for some reason i like that for some reason i like that i like her on ozark okay where is this is the one for me like he made me feel like blues clues you know the guy like i'm the map on the map on the map that kept coming to my head when i saw this outfit he's on Shit's creek uh dan levy and we might as well finish it now because we're at the end i love that one uh equal rights for women i'm for that Okay, we're almost there. La 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 la. It might it do seem like it's the glue, the blues clues. I'm the map. <laughs> I like that. Anything with a train. I don't know. I kind of like that. Then we have Nia. I feel like we passed um Shikara Richardson. I love Kiki Palmer. She's so beautiful. And then we have Law Roach. I love him too. So it was more pictures than I thought. But yeah, that's the Mad Gala. <laughs> like I said, I don't really know what the Mad Gala is. I just know like a lot of people dress up and is I never really researched what it is. Um, even till now when I was looking at the pictures, I just I'm just all for the costumes or outfits or you know, whatever they call it. <laughs> so the next the next um topic for what's the 411. Okay, so I don't know if you guys have been seeing this um, this Instagram post like circling around, but it, someone went to Candy Bear Steakhouse and they got charged four dollars for ice. And he happened to be a lawyer, and so he publicized this uh, foolery on Instagram. So it says can't, but but he he reached out to Candy Steakhouse, and so now it's good to know that they'll no longer be charging for ice. Um, yeah, they charge for ice. So he ordered two Hennessy's, which was $15 a piece. Um, he ordered ice, which was $4. A cheeseburger and fries is $15, which is normal. But then he got just one Red Bull and it was $8. So with 18% tax, which is $10.26, so the subtotal was $67.26. But after they added more tax, <laughs> it ended up being $72.58 for three three drinks, a cheeseburger, and ice. So he thought that it was totally ridiculous. He um he tweeted at Candy, this is my second attempt to patronize your restaurant at Blaze Steak and Seafood. The first time I was overcharged for cheese. And Mark, you know what? Before I get into more into this, cheese does cost a lot. Have you ever just got a burger and the cheese, like to upcharge for cheese is almost $2 when you can almost get a full pack of cheese for that same amount? Like, anyway. And margarita, so he was charged for cheese and margarita ice. I am very upset that I had to pay four dollars for ice for my mixed hen and coke drink and another eight for a red bull. I mean, I feel like he should have just skipped that red bull. I mean, are the prices not on the menu? I'm just trying to figure out where the surprise factor came in in this. Like, were there no prices on the menu when he ordered this? Because if I just saw eight dollars for a red bull. I just said forget it and just went to the the 7-Eleven, you know. I pride myself on eating a black at black owned restaurants. In fact, I budget $300 a month toward this and often and often overspend, but y'all have lost y'all rabbit a mind with this overcharging. Fix this. 
So he was upset. So he expressed concern on that. But I'm wondering if he had went to Ruth Crisp or one of those like top steakhouses, would he would this still be a debacle? Would this still be an issue? Because they overcharging those steakhouses too for everything. I don't know if they're charging you for ice, but they do overcharge. You know what I'm saying? So I don't know if it's because it was a black owned business that he had to put it on blast. But anyway, he reached um he reached out to them. And so um, this is what he said later. He said, I just had a very great conversation with Candy's team and all the issues of pricing and transparency were addressed. I was told there will no longer be an upcharge for those line items and those line items have in fact been full removed from the POS system. So then he goes on to say, my intention was never to cancel or boycott the restaurant, but instead make sure that the issue was corrected. As stated, I went to the restaurant the first time and this occurred. I noticed the overcharge. I made it known and was told it was an oversight mistake. I returned for a second time and the oversight, the oversight mistake occurred again. Clearly it wasn't an oversight. Clearly they charged $4 for ice. Now where they getting their ice from? I have no idea. I don't know if they are like scooping it from the Lake of Minnetonka and freezing it. I'm not sure, but I don't understand why ice would ever be $4. But let me tell you, we, we went to a, um, one of our, we frequented one of our Mexican restaurants out here and I wanted an horchata without ice and they charged extra $2 for me to get a large horchata without ice. Now, I almost understand that because with, with the lack of ice, it's more of the horchata. But people do overcharge for small stuff like that if you don't pay attention, you know, pay attention to it. So he says, I know how much power I have and how much power people collectively have. And I am happy that Blaze has decided to make things right. Well, that's because you called them out. Um, thanks for taking the constructive criticism and correcting the issue. As an entrepreneur that owned one of the first Black-owned gas stations in wherever, Gwinnett and the owner of a law firm, I want nothing less than to see African-Americans thrive in business. And so we have to lead the way. So then he did a little, um, he did a little promo on that or whatever. I don't know. What are you guys' thoughts on this? <laughs> I mean, I don't really have too much thoughts. Like, I just feel like I wouldn't go back to the restaurant. Like, I don't know if I would make like a big deal about it but eh, you know to each his own <laughs> so anyway let's get with Kiwari alrighty alrighty Kiwari is when we read some real life dilemmas and say what or you know give unsolicited advice to the person that don't even know that we're reading their issue so um, the first one is, this is a Dear Annie column. Dear Annie, my husband has a wandering eye and it bothers me. So she says, my husband and I are both in our mid-60s and retired. He has a habit that is really starting to irk and hurt me the last few years. When we're out together and he sees attractive women, he always looks twice at them. He apologizes, but then after a couple of weeks, he does it again. I have told him repeatedly that it is disrespectful and that I don't do it for him any. Oh, and that I don't do it for him anymore. He should go get what he's looking for, but that he shouldn't expect to be able to come back afterward. He said that I'm jealous and immature. I say that he should know better. What do you say? I mean, look at men back. I mean, I don't know if looking at an opposite sex is actually. I guess if you're blatant with it and you run into walls and you're not listening to your partner if somebody walked by, now that can be disrespectful. But you can't really stop 
a person from just looking and glancing like maybe he's a little like blatant with it where it makes her feel insecure but I don't know. I mean, she did say they're in their mid 60s. So he's probably looking at some young person that's walking by. Like, I, I, I mean, I guess I guess if it makes her feel well, it makes her feel uncomfortable. So he shouldn't do it when he's around her. But giving him the um, the goal to just go ahead and just be with someone else. I think that's taking a little too far because he's looking at someone, you know, so. Yeah, that's my thing. Like, look one time and keep it moving like. <laughs> You know, like I, I know some people I've noticed some people that'll be like they've been in a car and they'll be looking in another car while their girl is in the car. And it's a it's like a green light. He's just sitting there staring like, yes, that's disrespectful when you just glaring and staring or whatever, you know. But I mean, he's just looking. You got I mean, you're in your mid 60s. Look at young men if that's or young or whatever he's looking at, you know, make sure you're looking too. I mean, why not? But I can see why it can make you feel a certain way. And just because someone looks at someone else, it doesn't mean that's what I'm saying. My you he could, you know, she could look too. So so that's my point. Like, <laughs> you know, I don't know. It's just looking, and it doesn't mean that he's less attractive to her. You know, I think I think just point blank period he's just looking at someone like yes it could you know be disrespectful but I feel like it's all in how you do it you know but if if she has expressed to him that it makes her feel uncomfortable maybe he should, shouldn't do it around her you know or some men just wear sunglasses so you don't know what they're looking at I don't know I say you know make sure you get a little lucky look too <laughs> what are your thoughts on that <laughs> that's just how I feel and so I picked relationship ones because clearly that is the, the title for this week. Um, but before we get into the next, uh, what's the 411, I do, do, do want to make sure that you guys know about um, CBS3 Designs. That is the, um, let me see, that is the link that I will go ahead and put, if I could find the copy, go ahead and put in the, um, there we go. Put in the comments here. Make sure that you are um, checking for CBS3 Designs. I just want to show you the site right quick. La, la, la. So it is on Etsy. This is what it looks like. You can put in CBS3 Designs as one word. Um, or you can click the link that's right there in the comment. The images are are made by um, Miss Sandra McCoy, and she has so many. This is her latest one, Life is Like a Camera. Focus on what's important. Capture the good times. And if things don't work out, just take another shot. I love that. I love that. And you see it's the rain and the sun and it's growth. So basically life is a process and you can you can refocus so she has a lot of um a lot of nice images here here's boxing and she has um white socks and we know that it's football it's football season right so yeah so she has a lot of images and they're just five dollars so make sure that you check out cbs3 designs thank you very much so let's go into the next uh scenario here we're getting through this stuff pretty fast <laughs> okay um so the next the next question is my help my model boyfriend won't shut up about loving me for my personality i just thought that title was interesting so that's why um i went there yes yes cbs design three designs you are killing it you're killing it mom so help my model boyfriend won't shut up about loving me for my personality so 
She says, hi, everyone. I hope you didn't quit your... Wait, 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 wait. Okay. My boyfriend and I have been together 10 months. He is a model. I am not. He thinks I am terribly insecure about this fact and is constantly reassuring me by saying he loves my personality. Okay, what's wrong with that? Does not want to be with the model and that modeling is just the job he happens to have. But he hasn't just said you are beautiful and hot. He interprets anything I do, losing weight, wearing makeup, as an expression of my insecurity about his job. It is making me think he truly believes he is more attractive than me, but is with me because he can he he can say he sees beyond looks. How should I deal with this? Is this something I just have to come to terms with? Can I actually be with someone who believes they are dating down in terms of looks? So I'm looking at this in two ways. I'm thinking um, he might have a little bit of PTSD where he has dated people that um have kind of felt insecure with being with a model and he's pretty much projecting it out on her and I don't think he notices it because maybe he's with people that normally have a problem with it and two maybe he did pick her because he can continue to be the center of attention because he feels like he looks better than her you know and her question was how should she deal with this I mean address it and if he's still making you feel away I mean, you have to decide if you want to stay in that relationship or not. She says, this is something I just have to come to terms with. I feel like when you're in a relationship, there are some things that you can accept. But if it's if it's getting to the, the point of a deal breaker and affecting like how you feel about yourself, um, I think you should take, take a deeper look, you know, into that. Yeah. Yeah, maybe that does just boost his ego. And I don't see nothing wrong with that as long as he's not putting her down. You know, it's nothing it's nothing wrong with a little boost of ego, but you shouldn't, you know, stand on somebody else to 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 pull yourself up. You know what I'm saying? He has, she has to, yeah, she has to choose to stay or go. I don't think we when we come to terms with things, that just means we make the decision to stay or go, like mom said. And she said, can she actually be with someone who believes they are dating down in terms of look? You have to ask yourself, can you actually be with like all of these questions she's asking? It's almost like she always already know the answer. She's already irritated with the situation. And so she just <laughs> contacted this uh this this column to, you know, to maybe, you know, dissuade her from what she's already deciding. She's already feeling a way about herself. So that's not healthy. You know what I'm saying? And like I said, he may not even know he's doing it because in his past relationships, maybe he has had issues, you know, with people dating models and, and such and sort. So, um, you know, it can go it can go either way. So I'm not quite sure. You know, hopefully I think this is an older one. And oh, September 13th. No, no, no. She feels this way this week. So hopefully she figures it out. You know, she already knows. We all know. Right. She doesn't really want to be in this. But, you know, he might be super, super dope, super handsome. And she's just like, ah, you but we I don't know. Like a lot of people don't admit to that. But sometimes we're with people because of their looks or how they make us feel or how they are sexually. You know what I'm saying? I know some people that have stayed with like straight like crazy sociopath men because they're you know they they got a little skills you know and a bit a little bit so there are reasons that people stay with people that they shouldn't stay with so my whole point is you have to come to terms with yourself if this is just conducive to you know healthy you know mental health to your mental health like um healthy mental health <sighs> whatever <laughs> hey sis how you doing <laughs> oh hey bear <laughs> 
That's my niece, by the way. <laughs> my mom says, hey, Miss Michi. Oh, so many highs. <laughs> All right. Well, we already um have posted up Lavish Looks by Miss Michi, but we have Miss Michi in the building right now. So whoop, whoop. Make sure you go visit her and the code is BYOK and you get 15% off your purchase. Doesn't get any better than that. So we're going to do one more commercial and then we're going to get into tonight's topic. What will be my commercial though? Do I have another commercial? Ah, uh, since Lavish Looks is here, let's go here. Yes, so don't forget to go to MissMeachie.com, shop code BYOK to receive 15% off. Okay, so tonight's topic, yes. <laughs> so tonight's topic is all about relationships, relationships. I called it heartthrobs and heartaches because it starts off as a heartthrob. You know, you're floating, you know, you see yourself spending the rest of your life with this person and then they turn out to be a sociopath and then you experience heartbreak. So we talk about bouncing back like and open yourself open yourself up to to be loved again because I mean it is 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 easy it's not an easy thing to open yourself up especially when somebody kind of like broke your heart in pieces. So that's what we're going to talk about <laughs> today. So the first question that um, I wanted to ask is, can you recall your first love? Like I was thinking about that, like about, you know, my first love or who I thought my first love was, because I feel like a first love and a true love are two different things. Um, or in the event that your true love happened to be your first love, you know, that's great. But like when your first love is like you're young, you know what I'm saying? And you're just like, oh my God, you're sitting there doing, what was that game? Was it SOS or something where you, you got married, how many kids you have or sitting in the tree and, you know, writing their name in cursive and practicing their last name and you guys holding hands and eating ice cream. Like that's what you, <laughs> you kind of, you know see about your first, you know, feel about your first love is normally when you're at your youngest, you know, and at your most vulnerable because you haven't felt this way before. You know, you're thinking about this person on the phone, you hang up. No, you hang up. No, you hang up. No, you hang up. You know, so <laughs> it had me go down memory lane to like high school, you know, my dad. Oh, <sighs> yes, yes. <laughs> what a face, Michi. <laughs> So, of course, you know, um, it's always school with me. And I did find an article about why are we just so like, you know, like I, I will say it was my because I feel like I married my first and true love. But there are people that I thought that I might, you know, might have like, and I'm like, ah, oh, and then they'll do something. And I'm like, nah, I, I won't dare. So, yeah, you say, uh, <laughs> Well, a person that like when I was really young that I really liked, you know, I thought that, you know, maybe, you know, that would be my favorite person. But then they just kind of turned out, you know, kind of to use me and kind of use my feelings against me. So that kind of sucked. Uh, yes, your dad was my high school sweetheart and heartthrob. Uh oh, I'm going to tell daddy, mama. <laughs> so I found out on this um, this this article, which is psychreg.org. It says first love is the first dose of addiction. Isn't that really deep, right? So it says, according to the study care by Helen Fisher, blah, blah, blah. Um, 
uh, couples in love, romantic love is primarily a motivational a motivation system rather than an emotion that can be similar to what we experienced during our during addiction. So I kind of thought that was an interesting take because like I said, it's your first like heartthrob or sometimes your first love is like your first everything. You know what I'm saying? So you're so like you're feeling these things you never felt before. You know, like I said, you you know, this ain't just a, a crush. Like this is the person you like envisioning walking down an aisle and and stuff like that. So um, they're saying we're not going to get too much into the biology of it, but they're saying there are several hormones and neurotransmitters that are involved with being released when we're in love. Um, oxy, uh, oxy, uh, I don't know, dopamine and neuro. I don't know what those words are. <laughs> so um, this is the part I wanted to get into. First love leaves an imprint on the sensory areas of the brain. So my mom says, we broke up, got back together, broke up again. Usual high school romance. Yeah, yeah, that's how me and Derek were. Like, me and Derek broke up so much that people didn't even believe us when we broke up. I remember a time where um, we had argued about something. I don't know. He stepped on my toe or something. It must have been something so stupid. And I was like, you know what? It's over. It's over, you know? And so I, I went to my mom, and I was just like, mom, I, went, I mean, crying tears, like tears. Like, like that ugly cry. You're like, well, you have to take me to Derek's house so I can get my stuff from there. And so <laughs> she takes me to his house. Now, mind you, it's night. It's like 9, 10 o'clock at night. So she takes me to his house to get my, my quote unquote stuff. So I walked out with a book. And she was so mad, so mad. And so I think like the next day we were fine. And so <laughs> that's just how... That's just how young love is, though. You know, like now, if you have an argument, it, it may be a big thing. You don't even know what you're fighting for, just like you don't know what you was fighting for then. But it was like when you when you broke up with that guy, it's just kind of like, oh, my life is over. Like, uh, you know, like so I can see how it can be an addiction, you know, because you're feeling all good, and then this person makes you feel maybe a little less special than they did the day before, and now it's just over. You know, now we learn, you know how to solve conflict and communication but when you're a teenager and you're still learning your body yourself you know any little thing you break up for essentially <laughs> mom says yes and i did walk down the aisle <laughs> you did <laughs> that young love will be heartbroken <laughs> yeah yeah that'd be the worst love ever and i mean it got to the point where like Derek's sister and my mom and my sister was just like okay all right, y'all broke up, whatever. Like, they didn't even care no more. And I would still have, like, that ugly cry. I would still come home like, <gasps> yeah. <laughs> yes, it was a book. I, and it wasn't a book that I didn't even need. I just wanted to go over there and get it. And really, in hindsight, I wanted to go over there and see him. When you think about it now. But I was like, I just really want that book. I didn't play breaking up, though. Oh, you didn't play with the breaking up? Like, you you didn't return? Like, once it was over, it was over, Michi? <laughs> so, so uh, girl, girl, we did not take out. No, they didn't. They didn't. And when he proposed to me, they were like, when are you guys getting married? Because I guess they like, before y'all make up another breakup. <laughs> girl, yeah, they didn't. Hell no, we stayed together until college. Oh wow. Wow. Nah, man, Derek. It'd be it was the smallest stuff. I couldn't even tell you what it was for. You know, Miss Nah, Miss Michi don't play that. She like, look, you in or you're out. Ain't no in and out type of stuff. <laughs> you sound like Rachel off of uh friends. <laughs> there isn't any breaks. 
So basically they're saying like, since there are multiple studies that confirm that our brains experience addiction when we're, we're in love, falling in love for the very first time is important because it is the foundation. And most of the time we experience this kind of love during adolescence when our brain is still developing. So they're saying that our peak process and memory power is around the age of 18. No, you don't pay to play that at all. So they're saying these memories leave hormonal imprints that cause the lifelong effects we all experience. What is the point? Where's the one I'm looking for? The hormonal interactions are imprinted in the sensory areas, blah, blah, blah. Thus triggering us to recall our first love whenever we see them on social media or whenever a certain song playing a playlist that makes you remember him and her. Have a song ever just came on the radio and it reminded you of someone because maybe that was your song or maybe you guys went on a date and that song came on or you'll see a place riding by and it makes you makes you think of them. You know, um, I do believe in that. I do feel like our first real relationship kind of set the precedence of any any relationship that follows like what do you guys think about that um we did two first year of college him military got married at 20 yeah my mom did get married at 20. so basically mom and me she was like we're not doing it on and off <laughs> so according to this april davis your first love will affect all your relationships after because of what it teaches you. For instance, you'll learn for the first time that you can be wanted and desired. And I think that is the kicker. Because say, for instance, you grew up in a home where you didn't feel wanted and you didn't feel needed. And then you have this person come in and you're like the center of their world. And I feel like that's why some people, um, even if it's a toxic like situation, they stay with their first love because that's their first experience with real affection. You know, so they feel like, hey, this person was with me when nobody else was with me. And I know a lot of people stay with people in that instance, but you have to think about how they made you feel now. Like it was nice that they was nice, you know, at that point. But if they're being like presently being a jerk, I don't know. Maybe you want to think that over. <laughs> it definitely leaves an impression on you. Yes, it does leave an impression on your future relationship, especially when like your first real relationship was very catering, did all the right things. And so like you'll date somebody else and you expect them to do that, which you shouldn't do. And it's like, man, such and such did this. And like I said, a song would play and, and you'd be like, oh man, I remember when we did that. It's, it's just funny how emotions and your memory kind of work. You know what I'm saying? So um, what are they saying? You'll also learn how you want to be treated by another person. So this is like a prototype of like if, if the first relationship didn't go the way that you wanted to go, you know, in your next relationship. No, nah, it's not. No, nah, this ain't never happening again. Ain't nobody finna play me like that again. So it also grows you up. And that's when you start setting boundaries. Like after you after your first heartbreak, which we about to get in, you'll start setting boundaries like uh, -uh that's not happening no more. Not to me. <laughs> 10 years out i wanted the forever but life situations took over yeah you guys were together for 10 years that's a really long time um no problem i kept going <laughs> yeah that's why i'm glad mom is on here because she has opened herself to love and she is vulnerable you know like she opens herself up for, to be vulnerable again after heartbreak and i and i think that is such um that's so courageous because there are some people that that their heart get broken and they don't open up anymore and so then they kind of rob themselves of that 
the feeling of being in love, you know what I'm saying? And to be loved and to be held and appreciated and desired and wanted, you know, they turn bitter. So they say when you end the relationship, you'll learn what heartbreak feels like. And as they say, there is no heartbreak that hits you like the first time. And they are, it is no lie. It is no lie. I remember, remember like a couple of heart, um, heartbreaks. Like, so the next question is, what are your what was I saying? What was your worst heartbreak? I think is what I meant. Let's start that over. What was your worst heartbreak or hardest breakup? Let me change that. Was I woke when I wrote that? <laughs> breakup. Um, I don't know. I want to say, See, I was thinking about my worst breakup because I had a I had a couple of them, but I feel like my worst breakup was um, when like the person broke up with me like right in the midst of something like really intense and like to the point of not answering the phone, you know, ignoring me, ignoring my feelings, and you know, and then telling other people like how I was this horrible person and this and that. Like it it, it really it really broke my heart, and I wanted to use the word romantic because. People in, in relationships, people can break your heart. Your parents can break your heart. Your cousin, your brother, your mother can break your heart. But we're talking about romantic. You know, like what was your hardest? Um, why is that still coming up? Not right. Wait a minute. What was, I don't understand why this is not, I know I'm sticking to the details. There we go. There we go. <laughs> I feel better now. Um, it can be a negative too, because you don't give yourself time to breathe. Yeah, that's true. Girl, Sierra Evolution album got me through. We took a break when we went to school and he started going with this girl we went to high school with. It cut me to the core. Oh no, that's the worst thing. It's the worst thing when you're dating someone and they're talking down about somebody and next thing you look up and they're with that person. Like what? What? And I like the Sierra Evolution. I think the um the one that um Mary um my life got me through my breakup. Yes, they got me through my breakup. And Al Green, like something about Al Green, because I think his songs can be kind of depressing, but just the voice is like it feels like he feels how you feel, like and Luther, you know, um, house is not a home. That was that was it. I would have that on replay. You say you're gonna be, are you gonna be? Say you're gonna be. Yeah, <sighs> I'm not meant to live alone. Anyway, so <laughs> your daddy, then my next, my second husband, and then the third husband. Felt like I had really failed at love, at this love thing. But I don't think it's it's a failure thing because, you know, love passes. You know, like, you, you even when you're married, like, you can have butterflies in your stomach one day and then wake up the next morning and be like, huh, this dude. You know what I'm saying? Like, love... <laughs> emotions don't stay they they flutter or whatever so at that moment it worked for you right because you wouldn't have got into something that didn't work for you and then it works until it don't work you know so then like we talked about boundaries when you get in that next relationship then you set more boundaries you know and maybe that'll work a little bit and then you learn I feel like we learn and we grow from each relationship you know so I don't know ma most definitely healed the heart when uh music definitely healed the heart when it happened yes because so many songs oh waiting to excel was a good one too that was a good album too al green and luther yes yes i'm not meant to live alone that's how i felt now my heart throbs again <laughs>
And mom always calls herself like a hopeless romantic, but I'm like, I don't think it's hopeless because if you're continuously to open yourself to love, I feel like you're a hopeful romantic. You're hoping that you can connect with someone, you know, for the rest of your life. So I don't see nothing wrong with loving again. Um, music. Yeah, music is definitely a therapy. And I used to write, you know, I used to write down my feelings and stuff like that. I never really sent what I wrote about the person to the person. Um because they may never have talked to me again. <laughs> so um, so it says also, wait a minute, there was something else about heartbreak on here. So according to a 2017 study, 71% of people are able to heal from a breakup within the span of three months after their relationship has ended. In this context, healing means re self-rediscovery for the participants, thus creating the famous three-month rule in a relationship. So I'm guessing the three month rule is you meet a person and you don't get intimate intimate with them until three months later. I just kind of feel before you rush into sleeping with someone else, you probably should try to um, reassess the relationship you got out of. Like what mom says, because if you hop in one relationship to another, you know, you probably still got some triggers and some things going up from that relationship <laughs> before you. You know what I'm saying? Um, you said took 60 days and I had a new boo. His loss. <laughs> But see, when you're younger, you bounce back. I feel like the older you get, the more cautious you like. You like, you know what? I'll just date my wine, like, <laughs> and my little, my little friend. Like, what do I need? What do I need a man for? <laughs> I was living my best life. Yes, yes, you know. But then when you get older and you want to settle down, have a family and stuff, that's what gets you. Like, girl, you're a little bit too old for this. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> So they're saying um, also first love is often marked by a period of personal growth, a time of new experiences and facing your fears. As a result, the relationship helps shape who you are and how you proceed through the world and may represent the first time you allow someone else's influence to have a, such a significant impact on who you are. And that's what it is. That was the point I wanted to get to, that it does leave a significant significant so yes you do but i'm still a hopeless romantic and my you can carry that you can be a hopeless romantic um and so the third question is what catapulted you to become vulnerable again like okay so you love someone say it's your first second third love you know and you then you you like go through your, your the worst breakup like your heart is broken shattered in pieces and so now it seems like you listen to your music you're doing your therapy you know what 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 is that moment when you decided to open up your heart again and let somebody else in and it's kind of um tricky for me because like i said you know when we were younger me and Derek kind of was like a little bit off and on off and on and sometimes when you get back together if you don't resolve those issues that you had <laughs> from the, the time before you broke up um it's not very helpful you know when you get back together you know so so how do you open yourself back up to the same person say on his part because i broke his heart sometimes too you know so how do you how do you open yourself back up to the very person that broke your heart that's why a lot of people don't bounce don't go back because it's like no i'm not going to put myself um put myself through that you know what i'm saying so in my case you know we had to talk it out and i had to forgive him and he had to forgive me in order for us to move on so i mean it's, it's different if it's another person because you can kind of sideways deal with that but if it's that person 
you know, you really got to do the work and you almost have to like start over because you don't want to get into an argument and you guys are talking about something that happened 10 years ago that has nothing to do with now. So I feel like when you do get back with somebody, it, it is some extra work that you have to do because you have to start over and the history is the history and you can't keep going back to the past. You know what I'm saying? So um, that's my answer. <laughs> Not to be explicit, but wanting sex helped me to move forward. I know. Don't judge me. <laughs> but yeah, you want that intimacy. You want that connection. So you're like, I'm sitting here all, you know, uh, crying over him. And, and men and men move faster than women. I've seen it. Like men being like long-term relationships. And then, uh, then they get out of it. And then they marry the very next girl within like two to three months. Like, what? <laughs> You know, but they don't deal with it right away. And then that's why they'd be like 67 years old trying to get back with their first love because they finally realize, like, oh my God, I miss you. Meanwhile, us women will cry, we'll cry some more, cry, cry some more, cry, cry some more. And then we wake up and be like, you know what? Screw him. You know, and so when he when he's 50 or 60 trying to come back, you just like, nah, I'm good. <laughs> you say I'm Never love again. The moment with the present, the moment he presented himself made me like, okay, let me give this a chance. You just don't want to feel that hurt again. You don't. You don't. No, not judging at all. Like, you got needs. <laughs> but yeah, you know, you are afraid, but you have to take that leap. Or like I said, you're kind of robbing yourself of, you know, being in love. And I just feel like being in love is, I don't know. I, I, I would regret having a life where I couldn't be in love. You know what I'm saying? Like, I love love. Yes, relationships, they have their, their ups and downs. You got to communicate. Marriage is so much work, but it's worth it with somebody that you can envision your life with. And I'm done with my hallmark moment. <laughs> yes, you do take a leap. And there's nothing wrong with taking a leap. So um, I did find a quick little article again, which says 10 ways to open up to love again after you've been hurt for those that, that are having a hard time opening themselves back up to love because some people have done some really damaging stuff to people, like almost where you need therapy, almost where you, you know, you need to just, you know, pour the anointed oil in the bathtub and just lay in it, you know, until you're delivered. Like some people really do a number on you, like, especially when you end up with like a sociopath or something like that. Um, it was no sense in me being sad. He had moved on. I was in a new place and wanted to enjoy myself. Right. Right. And I feel like that. I feel like you have to move on. You know, you can't sit. And I know some people that have been with people in 1971 and they're still talking, you know, and it's 2021 and they're still talking about their 1971 relationship. It has to be a point where you have to let go. You know, it is what it is. It was good times while it was good times, but now it's time to move forward now it's time to let it go, you know? So I really paused like I had something real poetic to say, didn't I? Y'all were waiting for it, wasn't you? <laughs> right, you can't dwell. And that's with anything. You can't dwell on any relationship that's not working, you know? Like move move forward, move on, because then that person is taking up space for the person that's supposed to be there. I always think of Sierra. I always think of Sierra. Everybody was like, what was the prayer that uh, Sierra prayed? And I don't think she prayed for a man. I think she prayed for love for herself, you know, for respect for herself. And when she, when her confidence and her respect for herself rose, she ended up with somebody that respected her on that level. I think that was her prayer. It had nothing to do with a man. People really miss that because people, people treat you like you treat yourself. So I think that's what it was. 
I'm not speaking for her, but I can imagine. I have to move on. But sometimes it's hard to let go, to start all over. Yeah, who wants to start all over? Because now you got to uh, do that first date again. <laughs> so now you got to reintroduce yourself with the other person. They know all your stories. So if you run into Billy Bob on the street, you don't have to explain who Billy Bob is before you get to what happened today. With the person you with, you're like, man, I've seen Billy Bob and da 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 Yeah. So, yeah, it, it is a little taxing to start over, but it may be worth it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah, she started loving herself more. That's what she did. And everybody's misconstrued. Like, ooh, what man? What was on her man list? It wasn't a man on her list. She put herself on the list. So, yay to Sierra for loving again. She's a great example for loving again because future was horrible. So, the, the first one, and we'll go through this pretty quick, I promise, is think of heartbreak as something in the past. And we already talked about that. Like, okay, this didn't work. You know, I cried about it. But if it's going on five or six years and you're still kind of like stuck on this, this person, it can take over your life. This is not a real life situation, but I'm watching uh, Nine Strangers on Hulu. And there's one character on there who like the the guru or whatever, she in her past life, she was horrible. So she slept with this woman's this woman's um husband or whatever so this woman hasn't let it go because her husband was like a repetitive cheater or whatever and so the kids like the other the other woman first whatever so to make a long story short she's trying to kill this she's trying to kill the guru now imagine this happened years ago and so she has let so much bitterness and so much anger like pile up now she didn't turn into like a psychopath like like trying to kill this lady and, and why would you go to her her uh therapy thing if you if <laughs> if you wasn't really looking for healing like stay away from her if she make you feel away anyway i said that to say it's harmful to your mental and physical health to not let stuff go like if it happened it happened you know you cry you're sad you'll always there's always a part of you that will miss that person and i think when you get to the point where you can't let relationships go it's not that you're really mourning that person after a while you're mourning the life that you envision with that person they stole your future from you how could they do this i wanted to grow old with them i wanted to do this with them i wanted to have kids with them so when when you break up you're not just breaking up with with your um with a person you're breaking up with the idea of the life that you thought you would have with that person and so that's why it's good to sit and 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 try to let that go you know what i'm saying so yeah um yes that was the bomb i watched the whole season one in one night gotta start the next season Ma, it's not the next season it's still going on it's still the first season the new episode just came on today you got to catch up. You might have missed an episode now. Yes, exactly. Yes, exactly. So, all right. I'm off my soapbox with number one. So, number two, trust the universe. I know everybody use universe, but I use God. Trust in God. It says, well, life has... Life has better plans for you, plans that don't involve tears and heartaches. This is why the only way we can trust the universe or God, I say God, is to let go of what we can't change and stop trying to change someone who is not willing to change. Here's the thing, and we say this all the time on the platform, the only person that you can change is yourself. It is insane to think that you could change another person or change a situation that is outside of you. It is. The only thing you can do is change how you react to it. The only thing you could change is your response to it, which sometimes is a non-response. Sometimes a non-response is louder and um, more intricate 
then you saying something at all. Because I'm not gonna, I'm not even gonna entertain you at all. I'm gonna let you play in the playground by yourself. Mama said I can't come out and play. So sometimes it just it just is what it is. You gotta trust that God, you know, will send you another love. It is billions of people in the world. So why wouldn't one just float to you? There's one out there. So you don't have to hold on to this toxic person or these toxic memories forever because you're kind of robbing yourself of someone that's supposed to be there. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, Ma, you got to check it out. You got to check it out. So number three, take the lessons. The truth is sometimes you have to get knocked down to learn how to stand back up. And I'm not going to read all of this because it's right. Anytime you're in a relationship, you learn something from that relationship. I promise you, when you when you exit a relationship, you are not the same as when you enter. Even if it's just, I'm not going to do that anymore. Even if it is, oh, you know, I could have communicated more or I could be a better listener or, you know, I, you know, it, it, it kind of builds character, you know, and it, and like I said, it sets a line of what you will and will not tolerate, but it also, you know, kind of help you look within yourself. That's why they use the word self-discovery. You know what I'm saying? And it, it kind of helps you heal for some things because sometimes you, I feel like I learned about my biggest triggers in a relationship because I would get into an argument, I would be erratic, and then I would come back and say, why on earth did I react like that? That did not warrant <laughs> all of that. Like, what is going on with you? So sometimes it does warrant, you know, self-reflection. Hey, cuz, you cannot change people. You can only change you. Learn the lesson and let it go. Exactly, exactly. You don't, in, in, in school, you don't be in that class all four years of high school or all four years in college. You take that course for a couple of weeks and you move on to the next lesson. It's different classes in life. Please expel yourself from the bitterness and <laughs> from the bitterness class and go to the next class. Go to the next level. Do yourself a favor. You know, yes, hurt is a true character builder if you let it. It is. It is. And it builds you up even to the point of because I was really soft spoken. I didn't speak up for myself. Now I wish you would. Huh? Who are you talking to? That came from relationships. <laughs> Number four, don't take your bitterness or your resentment. It can be easy to think everyone's out to get you when you've been hurt before. But instead of being stuck on the pain and everything that went wrong, allow yourself the power of forgiveness and remind yourself that whoever hurt you was not an evil person. I don't know about that. They just weren't the best person for you. In some cases, that's true. You just didn't match. You know what I'm saying? And so, and forgiveness like it's always um i think a friend had asked me one time like is there a such thing as true forgiveness like can you really forgive and forget i honestly don't think you should forgive or forget i think you should forgive move on but don't forget the offense just so that don't happen again like keep that in your mind like and i'm a person if you offend me i'm not gonna make a bigger deal about it i just said boundaries like we're not gonna cross that anymore so i know how far i can go with you i know how far you can go that but i mean once again it goes back to number three learn a lesson from that you know what i'm saying and you don't want to be a bitter person or resentful because that's when you stop feeling that's when you stop opening yourself up to opportunities and new people in your life. You know, like you don't want to reach that cold heartedness. You know what I'm saying? Yes, forgiveness is key. You know, and I'm not saying don't forget like every time you see him and be like, oh, I remember in 1954. But it's like, hey, I forgive you. I let it go. 
you know, but I'm also a little cautious because you did this little thing. You know what I'm saying? But uh, you don't arrest people to their mistakes because some people are actually sorry and some people real change. But, you know, discern the difference is what I'm saying. Discern the difference. Yes, I'm not I'm not going to be bitter. I will keep opening up myself for people to break my heart or disappoint me in this and that because they're people because I will also disappoint people. And it's not that I'm it's intentional, but people are people. You know what I'm saying? So number five, understand that closing your heart off is not going to make you happier. That kind of ties into number four. Number six, be honest with yourself. Oh, my God, have I been dealing with this personally? But that's off the subject. So on this subject, it says, be honest with yourself about what went wrong. Sometimes it was you and sometimes it was them. Sometimes it's timing. Sometimes it's just your own fears and insecurities. If you can be honest with yourself about what exactly went wrong and pin down how you contribute, contributed to it, I can't read today, you are more likely to avoid these mistakes in the future. And I love that because it's like, it's not always that person's fault. It is not always that person's fault. So um, keep that in mind and be honest, because sometimes you weren't listening. Sometimes you was on your own agenda. Sometimes you rather party than, you know, hang out. You know, sometimes you rather be with your friends than, you know, be with your, your mate. Sometimes you put your business over your mate, you know, your mate trying to get your attention. So he start, you know, acting like a five-year-old, he or she start acting like a five-year-old and start doing crazy things and throwing tantrums. Why are you doing this? Pay attention to me, me, me. Cause you put everything in front of this person. And you forgot about them and then you took for granted, you know, their their um, placement in your life. You know, so sometimes you have to think that, hey, maybe it was me. Maybe I was the toxic one. And then sometimes it could just not be that deep. It could have just been the simple the simple fact that you guys just didn't communicate. I have saw unheard of so many people that got a divorce off, off little stuff because they just didn't communicate. And then when they get back years later, not back together, but they run into each other and talk. And it's just like, man, you made me feel this way. And then the other person always say, well, how come you just didn't tell me that? Sometimes, like they said, it can be timing. Like some relationships are just for a season, you know, but being honest with yourself once again, it's character building, you know, and it, it helps you to be better at whatever rela new relationship that you enter. Not all. I have to be honest now. It's me, not always the other person, you know, and sometimes, like I said, it's neither one of y'all. Y'all just don't mesh. You ever just been with somebody that you wanted to happen, but you, the conversation just ain't meshing. The, not, nothing is meshing. I don't want to get too deep, but nothing's meshing. Nothing's clicking. You know, it seems like you should be with this person, but it's it's so disconnected. Like, ugh, I just can't. <laughs> I, I mean, you look pretty on paper, but yeah. So number seven, accept that love will always be risky. And I love number seven because we gamble with love. You gamble with love because you don't know the outcome. So you don't know if it's forever or just for tomorrow, you know, and and that's the beauty of vulnerability because you don't care. You don't care about that risk. You're willing to open yourself up again and say, you know what? Okay, let's do this thing. You know what I'm saying? So I don't know. I just love number seven for that reason. <laughs> number eight, take your time. And we talked about this earlier. Take time to heal. Take time to know someone new, you know? And um, I heard that dating just consists of a lot of like next, next Netflixing and chilling. Like it's no more just sitting on the phone and just talking. It's texting each other. You know, it's not even like a 
a personal thing anymore, you know, and you and I feel like when you take your time and learn the person, you can get past. Now, my three month rule is that people can only pretend to be someone else for 30 for uh, for 90 days. You know, and I feel like after that three months, you you're gonna quit pretending if you are pretending on who you are. Like that's that's how I used to be. So I used to be cautious like that. But if it seemed like you're really being authentic and this is really who you are, you know, then maybe maybe I will give you a chance. But rushing into something, you know, it's it's not always good because people pretend to get what they want. Then when they get what they want, they turn into like I don't know, Corella Deville, and you're just like, oh my god, I thought you loved puppies. So yeah, you have to. <laughs> Taking your time, you know, is is the right thing to do if you're looking for something solid, you know. Um, and then some people do take their time and it still doesn't work out. Like I said, like they said, love is a risk, you know. Number nine, let go of comparisons. And we talked about this earlier about first love. Okay, so like your first love, your best love, every relationship that you're in, you compare to this person. You know what I'm saying? So you're like, oh, what so-and-so used to do this for me. So-and-so you, but you're not with so-and-so anymore. So you should not put these expectations on the new person or what the other person did. That's why it's important to do number eight, take your time, heal, you know, and try to get over that person so that you're not comparing, you know, your, your present to your past. You know what I'm saying? Renita says, yeah, I call it the presentation, man. Exactly. Exactly. They be doing everything right. And you notice with a presentation, man, they ask you a lot of questions on the first day because they kind of fill out what they need to do. And I kind of hip to that. I'm, I quit answering them questions. I'm like, you know what? Just, you know, wait and see, because I feel like if I'm answering all your questions, I'm giving you the blueprint to do some crazy stuff to me. No, 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 no. You're not finna get in like that. You're gonna have to, you're gonna have to crack some codes, buddy. Right. Do not compare. No, no, because it, it, it's two different people. Two di I don't even have to go through all of it. It's just two different people, you know, and, and here's the thing. Here's the flip side. What if your first was, was horrible? So now you're going to make your present guy, I'm going to drink some water. So now you want to make Sorry. So now you want to make your present guy, <laughs> you know, suffer for the stuff that the previous dude did. No, no, don't, don't, don't compare. And number 10, I love it. It always goes back to self, right? Remember that you are lovable. Think of all the people who love you. Oh, just had a nice thought. And people who think highly of you, which there are so much, many more people that think highly of you and love you than people that don't. I know it don't seem like it, but it's true. Um, think of the good things you do for people and the way you support your friends and family. Think of how you keep trying to be a better person. Let these reminders that you are a person worthy of love and that you deserve phenomenal love. Once again, it always it starts and ends with self. Anything we talk about, it starts with self and ends with self. It has to because you're involved in it. You know what I'm saying? So always love yourself first, right? Because how you how you treat yourself will um, mirror how another person treats you, romantic or non-romantic. You know, so you are worthy of love. You are worthy of um, being respected and treated like treated accordingly. You know what I'm saying? And don't ever forget about that. You know, don't try and fill life voids with relationships. And I feel like a lot of people do that. Like. You know, they, they're like, oh, this guy is ev everything. And then they just hand over their insecurity baskets. <laughs> like, wait, wait, 
maybe give them an egg, but don't give them the whole basket. Wait, you don't know yet. You don't know yet. And then they get caught up in that. And, and I, I hear about people that be in a relationship for years and it's like domestic and uh, domestic violence and crazy, you know, all types of crazy stuff, cheating and in and out the house and stuff like that. And it's just like, because that person, that person held your security baskets. And once again, sometimes we stay in relationships off of how somebody made us feel in the start. You know, and sometimes with those longer relationships, you really have to do an assessment. Like, wait, how are you making me feel now? You was good to me in 94, but what you doing in 2021? You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, I mean, we've all done it. We've all done it. You know what I'm saying? So, um, yeah, so that is our relationship chat. <laughs> yeah, I, I love it. Like, um, I was like, you know, thinking of like the album Lemonade when I was thinking of this topic. I don't know why, because I feel like Lemonade kind of depicted like being in love, heartbreak, and then falling in love again, even though Lemonade kind of started with her a little angry. But even at the end of it, she's saying, I still love you. You know, I'm going to give you another chance. You know, after she got through her anger, it was just kind of like, okay, all right, we could try to make this work because that's how love is. You know, it's, it's just a ball of emotions, a ball of emotions. And and don't let anybody dictate how you love or, or who you love or why you love because you know how you feel. You know what's right for you. You know what I'm saying? I mean, if it's a situation where you're in trouble or, you know, you're in danger and things like that, they're probably looking out for you. But if it's just our personal appearance and people don't like this person and the end of this day, it, at the end of the day is your life. You know what I'm saying? And you deserve love, despite what people say, you know, you gave them the roadmap. Yeah. You know, you give them the roadmap to hurt you. That's why I, I stopped in like first days explaining everything about me because if I put it all out on the table I tell you my triggers I tell you my heartbreak I tell you all of this now you know how to navigate through me you know what I'm saying now you know how to pull my strings nope nope figure it out I'm a Gemini anyway so even if I tell you you still won't know <laughs> good luck <laughs> Yeah. So, I mean, at the end of the day, I, I love love. I really do. And, you know, if you're in a relationship, you know, do what you can to make it work. If it's a healthy relationship, if you're looking to be in a relationship, open, your, open yourself up for love, you know, and you, you will find that person. You definitely will. Yeah, I do, too. <laughs> so, you guys, do you have a topic that you want to talk about next week? I was thinking about talking about energy vibrations, trying to make it as interesting as I can. But I'm starting to learn, like, like people say, you know, um, energy is important, this and that. But I'm really starting to feel how important energy level is, like, to the point of the people you're around, the places that you go to, you know, the things that, that you allow, even people that's, like, touching on you and then things like that, because energy transfers, like, for real, for real, and I feel like sometimes things, like, certain, certain people, energy kind of transfer over to you, and then you ever just, like, was in a really good mood, and then you was around somebody, and then now you in a horrible mood and you go home cursing out everybody when you left your house happy and stuff like so i don't know i thought maybe i wanted to talk about energy which quote unquote is spiritual you know spirit spirit energy you know kind of like that universe god thing um even though no one can replace god because god created the universe so uh energy is very yes energy is very important and it's very important to protect your energy too because it takes a lot of energy <laughs> a lot of energy and time and work to stay in that peaceful place, you know, just for somebody to walk through the door and just snatch it from you. No, 
no, it's, it's, it's just too much hard work for you to just steal my joy that quick, you know? So, okay, so we'll discuss energy, you guys. Anything else you guys want to comment before I hop off? Um, and, and while you're commenting, thank you for joining the live. I am still playing around with Wednesdays and seeing how it's going. And if you guys want to go back to Friday, I can. But I'm trying to play with Wednesdays because Friday, all of a sudden, I got busy. So I'm like, okay, let's try the middle of the week. It's hump day. You know, we're all relaxing and anticipating Friday. <laughs> and you could have been anywhere this Wednesday, but you decided to spend it with me. And I appreciate it, appreciate it, appreciate it. Please don't forget to follow me on all the social, uh, my social media pages, Instagram, Twitter. I have a TikTok. I probably should put that up there. And subscribe to the BYLK platform YouTube channel and share, 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 share is caring. Um, thank you so much. Uh, yes, you have to protect. Great life. Thanks, mom. And thanks to all of you. And don't forget until next time, don't forget to be kind to yourself and kind to each other. Talk to you next week. Bye.